The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. For goodness sake, I better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you Well, welcome, radio listeners. Here we are a week before Christmas, and I'm in the studios here to help you warm up from this cold weather here. And I've waited all year to have this conversation with you, to have the conversation in the studio. For those that know me, know this radio show, Home and Mortgage Talk. My name is Jay Garvins, and if you're just hearing my voice for the first time, hi, I'm Jay, and I'm your friend. But I love to talk statistics. I love to talk Pice Peak region and our backyard. So if you're listening live on Saturday or catching it on Sunday, or even the podcast that you found on whatever platform is your favorite, I love the Pice Peak region in this county. And I get to talk numbers all day. And with the drum roll, Matt, the title of today's show is... Oh, oh, housing market update. And I've got one of my good friends and the longest standing partner on the show, Bill McAfee, to talk a housing market update for most of 11 twelfths of the entire year of 2022. Bill, and are you ready to talk stats? You know, I am totally ready. It's, uh, it was so cold outside driving in here, I saw a dog stuck to a fire hydrant. <laughs> oh, so, no, he uh, didn't. <laughs> it's just good to be in a warm building, and I can't believe we've had some consistencies every morning in the 15 to 20 range, and I'm just glad I'm in the studio and warm. Got a lot of projects going on, and some of them are outside. I cannot imagine the contractors <laughs> that are out looking and yeah. working and pulling electrical and framing yeah. and plumbing under houses and crawl spaces right now has got to be hard. But if you're a tradesman, you've got your uh, tough car hort, uh jacket on and your gloves and you just keep pounding away, right? Well, the good news is, Jay, it's slowed down enough that there's not near as many that were out there uh, five months ago. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And if you want to get a hold of me, call me directly at 719 330 one four five seven. I am a licensed loan originator with Churchill Mortgage. We are a uh, employee team member owned company in forty nine out of fifty states. We just had a big Christmas party and thirty year anniversary celebration that Bill and I'll talk about later. But Bill is the founder and president and former owner of Empire Title. Bill, why don't you say hi and uh, give them an update about what's going on in Empire Title and your other gotcha. uh, portfolio of companies. <laughs> well, by God, we uh, were, like you said, 11 twelfths of the way through 22. And the market this year has been interesting, to say the least. I think, Jay, all of us knew at some point stuff had to change. I just don't think we saw it hitting as fast. As fast. As I it mean, did. We've I mean, done that five was... <laughs> years of correction in less than 15 months. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was uh, the first three months were totally different than the rest of the year. No, you know what? I just saw another deal yesterday. Colorado Springs named number one place to live. I mean, it in just, the midst of all of it. Yeah, it, and so it's still. If you're going to be in real estate, I still say that Colorado Springs is one of the best places to be. Um, hopefully, they'll have a decision out on command here. You know, for sure before too long. I had read the other day that they were getting closer anyway. 
So anyway, as far as our market right now, it's definitely in a correction mode. I can't reiterate enough, Jay, that we came from a place we've just never seen before. We were on rocket fuel. Our hair was on fire. We were going so fast, you got to the place that you were going before you even left. Now, that's fast, okay? That is fast. So it, it had just been absolutely insane. I'm going to say something that the sellers might disagree with me out there a little bit. It's still a seller's market. It's just not the market that we had, period. You know, you would throw a, a listing on Thursday. You get 20, 25 offers over on uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe even Monday. You Tuesday, decide which one you wanted to take. We were seeing escalation clauses which out there. That means people were willing to pay more than they originally offered up to a certain point. Uh-huh. We had appraisal gap guarantee which said, you know, if this thing it goes above what that's actually appraised by the lender, that the, the people would come up with the difference. And now that is not happening anymore. So if we're saying, and Jay, I tease about this for a couple of years there. We were all on drugs and alcohol, and we're just going to have to get clean. Yeah, um, absolutely. We got to <laughs> go through detox. Because, that, oh, you ain't kidding. And mostly for all of this, because title companies and mortgage companies, we primarily deal with purchases, and we're really talking about the owner's and the sellers and the listing side of the market. I mean, Bill, we'll jump forward and we'll jump back and jump all around. At this time last year, buyers, buyer agents were just happy if builders were just kicking a face full of sand at them <laughs> instead of a wheelbarrow. Yeah. They couldn't. I mean, builders had basically told agents to get lost. Do it for 1% or forget it. You better show up with your buyers because if you're not there at the door, you're excluded from the deal. And now it's changed to what, Bill? Well, I mean, they're offering free trips. You go and draw it <laughs> for trips. You know, they're the happy hour's back. Hey, I, I said we got to get hey, off the booze. And, let's say open up. Cheers, baby. Cheers. <laughs> happy hour. Builders are buying. And so, yeah, it just totally changed. We're seeing open houses. People for five, six years hadn't done an open house. So if we're out there, you invite realtors, invite people inside the house to look at it. Another problem we were having, Jay, the market was so hot that agents, buyers agents showing the house were sometimes getting into shoving matches because you were given 15 minutes to show, you know, a half a million dollar house. And the next one was late. So if you, you ran late, then the next person standing there at the door and it was wild. And I mean, it was more than wild. People were saying, nope, you know, you've got appraisal gaps. You got uh, elevation clauses. For Get. They had long since forgotten the inspection or conditions. And in Denver, they literally were going without inspections. I Absolutely. mean, it, it was just, it was, they didn't see that much of that down here, but the escalation clauses and the appraisal gaps, oh my gosh, it was, it was, I mean, people paying 30, 40, 50,000 over on a $500 listing. I, I did mean, it in Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I paid $25,000 extra on a house and won the bid in the Smoky Mountains, but the only thing that leveled it for me is a little tiny house in Patty Jewett for 300000 Someone offered me twenty five grand over asking price for that one. Yeah, it was yeah, it was wild. I mean, I, I told you before, I was flipping dirt, and that never works. I um, flipped dirt, too, so, and made more on dirt than I did on townhomes. Uh, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, so what you're seeing now is you're seeing a correction in the market. You're seeing listings come up. And just to start, uh, so to kind of start this off, from 20 to 21, prices went up 18.6%. Yeah, and let's explain to people what we want to do for you. If you can grab three minutes of the show, that's fine. If you can get, grab 15 of the whole show, basically what we want to do is we want to give you the bottom line statistics on real estate and their value, listings and their number, the, the amount of time home spend on the market in the number of days. And we're going to forecast that into 2023, but we're also going to take a look in the rearview mirror for yeah. how much it's changed. Bill, you said this. I mean, we all knew it was going to change, but not this 
fast. No, no one saw rates going from three to seven percent, you know, in, in six, seven months. And I it's had just- given up on Colorado. I had already launched and acknowledged and announced it on the show that, hey, if we don't have a change, I'm going to go ahead and lay to bed the Colorado market by May of 2023 as a great place to own a home, but not necessarily to buy, let alone invest. And this has changed everything. Uh, it's You know, when, you, when you're looking at the price corrections that we're seeing right now, I priced rates yesterday, Jay, they were 6% on 30-year fixed stuff. You know, so, but what is happening right now is listings had just been dropping through the floor. In other words, what was available for sale had been dropping like crazy. Look at what was this last month. 20, of last year, there was oh, less than 900 homes absolutely. on the market. And we have tw- almost 2,500 now. So don't go anywhere. This is what Bill and I are going to unpack. How did we get from 900 homes last year to over 2,400 homes this December? You're going to get this and everything in between. Do not go anywhere. If you want to ask a buyer or a refinance question, you call me at 719-330-1457 during the break. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Oh, you better watch out. Better not cry, better not pout, I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town. Ho, ho, ho! They paid paradise and put up a fucking line. With a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Welcome back, radio listeners. I am not skipping a minute here, a second, right after the break. I uh, want you to hear from Bill McAfee as we're going through year-to-date real estate statistics. How many houses are on the market? How many houses are selling every month? What's the pace that they're selling? How many days do they sit on market? We're going to give you a flashpoint of what the market looks like right now and then look back to last year where we were. And then most importantly, look to the future in what both Bill McAfee, president of Empire Title, and myself, who I own Churchill Mortgage Licensed Loan Originator, what we see the forecast going into 2023. And the number of listings this year has done what, Bill? (laughs) Jay, from February, not even year over year, from February in five months, from February through July, it went from 500 listings to 2,500. Yeah. So, I mean, it Quadrupled. Was, it's the biggest. I, I have data back to 2003 as far as the percentage, the biggest I've seen. Now, one of the concerns I had was if that would have kept just skyrocketing, and it hasn't. It hit the 2,500, went up, and actually, we are now on two consecutive months, which happens through the winters, where it's dropping back down. We were at 2,430, which dropped down from up well, about 2,700 at one point. Well, look at this, but that is the highest inventory that we've seen in the Pikes Peak region since the summer of 2016. Yeah, absolutely. Seven years, 
And the lowest, no doubt, was 2021 when it was but only one or two months that we even went above 1,000 homes. Well, and again, even in February of this year, we had 500. So here's what's amazing when you look at that. Jay, we should have about 3,500. We're still historically low. And from both our chief economist, Ted Jones, out of Houston, and and both Tatiana Bailey, you know, from UCCS, their projections are we're still 10 to 12,000 undersupplied in the housing market. So when I said, you know, it's still a seller's market, it is. It's just not what it was. If you look at active listings on a running average, they are climbing incredibly. And that, that trend is going to continue for two reasons. One, we're going into winter, so it always climbs during then. The second thing is consumer confidence right now is through the floor. We're going to, you know, we had another rate hike yesterday on the short-term rates. We're likely to have another one or two. So you're just going to see consumer confidence lag. Let's talk about that for a second because I have that up. I looked in the history of the Fed fund rate mm-hmm. with Jay Pow Pow Pow. Mm-hmm. I don't think his life expectancy is too long. (laughs) Before that, it was Janet Yellen. And the individual I liked the most, I loved Alan Greenspan. Oh, yeah. Irrational exuberance was my favorite. That was (laughs) my favorite thing that he said. We were on some irrational exuberance. Irrational exuberance. Let me, you guys, listeners, just you. This doesn't mean a lot, but we are at a 0.25 to a half a percent benchmark rate, literally going into COVID. Yeah. The lowest ever. And it dropped fast, but only two points fast. This year, we literally, which is incredible, all of reality came due in March of this year when we had a quarter of a percent increase. And we're like, wow, this is getting crazy. You know, this inflation is transient. And then all of a sudden in May, when they raised it a half a percent, that was the first time they had raised it a half a percent since a great recession. They even did a quarter of a percent. They just did it nine times to Trump. But then when June hit and inflation was here to stay, they did a three quarters of a point increase. Now understand that meant that the prime interest rate to lend money on a car, the baseline for a loan, all of that was at two and a half percent. It started to climb to three percent. And then in June, when they increased it three quarters of a point to four and a quarter, then all of a sudden when they did it again in July and again in September and then again in November, that's when that consumer confidence that you talked about didn't even hit the ground. It had bored a six foot hole in the earth. Yeah, people can't afford it, Jay. It's on the any home equity products that they got, credit card debt, which is all tied to that discount rate, which they've been playing with. And again, you're, you're seeing right now where savings have dropped to about a 15-year low and credit card debts to a 15-year high. And you do um, the math. People it, need absolutely a release. And they're going to need to go back to work too, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Go back to work. And yep. then sadly enough, even with rates being higher, people are going to cling to their equity and go refinance 2% products to 5% products. Well, and the, the inventory levels, which is what I look at, honestly, to, to try to gauge where the market's going, we're still at only 1.84 months. And for the, everybody out there in, in Radioland, all that means in, in almost, it, t- it would take us two months to burn through all the sales that we have right now, all the listings. Well, normal for us, I used to say it was five to six. Now I'm saying it's four to five is normal. So we're still two months underneath, which tells me it's a seller's market. It's still a seller's it's market. just not the craziness. 
but what I want to tell the folks that know these rates are going up and consumer confidence is down, you have to do the heavy lifting. Here's the reality, Bill. I have trimmed my business profit and loss monthly budget by 65% this year, more than $67,000 in overhead costs down to $35,000. And those are tough decisions. For the first time in over five years, my wife and I have trimmed our personal budget by 30%. My wife and I are selling things on Facebook Marketplace, and it comes at a good time because we're close to being empty nesters. You know, you and Ronnie have done this your whole life, but Marlo's been the CEO of the house. But, man, we got to work around her work schedule now because she's getting her career going, and I need her to help. So you have to really trim. You have to make the tough decisions, or you're going to get nipped in the butt. And you call me at 719-330-1457. Instead of all these stats, I'll sit down with you. Having affiliation with Dave Ramsey, I can walk you through the seven baby steps, get you into a financial peace class, and you just do the right thing in the first quarter of 2023, and you'll be right. And you have to spend less. And like you said, Bill, people going back to work, you have to earn more. And if that means multiple jobs, welcome to the American dream. Yeah, no, it's, there was a ton, and there has been, uh, since they changed the gold standard back in 71, there's been a ton of money that's been pumped in, nothing like the last five years. So there's a huge amount of money. There was a huge lot of stimulus. Uh, I talked in, uh, to a guy that had rentals that were, because of COVID relief programs, they were paying 1500 a month for three tenants that he had, and that's getting ready to expire, and he is going to have to evict all three. All three. Because they can't, and you know what they did during that whole time? They sat on their butts. They didn't do a damn thing. And so, and that's where I, th- and there's where we got a little bit of a reckoning that's going to happen through 23 is it's going to be, there's a term out there now called quiet quitting. I don't know if you've heard this. No, I haven't. Tell me about a, quiet, quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. It's doing as little as you can on your job and not getting fired. <laughs> it came around, the term came around earlier this year. I've, I just happened to come across it the other day. But I will tell you this, the, it, the reckoning is coming. People are going to have to go, whether you like Elon Musk or hate him with one of the funniest things that guy said was you can sure work from home but you're going to work 40 hours a week here in the office before you go home yeah and and you know and so (laughs) we've come to a time where we were on easy street a lot of free money coming in and now people are just yeah they're gonna have to dig in and it's not going to be easy you know and that's the one thing and for people investing out there you know another thing i've always liked real estate but you know real estate you can now start to look for deals i'm a flipper yeah since 19 i've done one and it was through the mls i'm watching the public trustee within the next year or two there are going to be some deals there that i will jump back in on but the bottom line is people are going to have to come back into the workforce people are going to have to work they've got to get inflation down i'm not positive they're what they're doing is the correct way to do it but no matter what you see wages aren't keeping up with inflation and therefore that's what i'm saying 23 as far as the real estate goes is going to continue to be down because we got to correct yeah and here's the thing congress just passed a temporary stopgap till the end of the year that if you put it calculated out for the next 12 months is a 1.8 trillion dollar budget that they're extending you know right for three weeks and that's what scares me because there's so much stimulus within the budget itself that until we stop printing money people aren't going to come to the table and wake up and make the corrections they need to. Business has already done it. Yep. Title's done it. Real estate's done it. Mortgage has done it. Financial planners have done it. Insurance has done it. Now the techs are going to do it. You wait until it hits the public sector with schools and governments right. because we're running out of money. You know, it's, it's amazing because I just saw a stat the other day, Jay, 50% of the lenders in the United States have been laid off. 50%. 50% this mm-hmm. year. And we trimmed 
Churchill Mortgage, we had almost 1,000 members, and we're down to 700, and we so tend to keep our people. 30% there. Yeah, so, and yeah. I trimmed 50% of my staff, and it's interesting you said the quiet quitting because the people that are there redefined themselves on my team and have got expanded roles, and those individuals there that quietly did their jobs and nothing more, as my uh, boss, friend, and mentor, Matt, would say, you got to liberate them back to the workforce. <laughs> Jay, the one thing, too, I want to say that mixes back into what we're talking about. With the money that's been put into the economy, one thing that hasn't grown, wages is about 5%, inflation, high 7s, 8%. But the one thing that, that with the rates going up the way they did, even last couple of days ago, I checked it, it was 6%. The same house that you could buy for 500000 back in December at 3% at 6%, took your purchasing power down about 143000 It took your house down to 356000 what you could afford keeping your payment the same. And that... That's dangerous. The only difference is that a year ago there was less than 50 homes on the market under that 400,000. At least now there's about 400, but that's way too much until the wages increase and they're actually going backwards with adjusted you know, adjustment for inflation. We're just not going to see that. So don't go anywhere. Bill and I are going to continue here at the bottom of the hour. We'll be coming into the meat of the program with 13 full minutes of the housing market what you can see right in front of you in this snapshot in 2022. We have forecasts going into 2023. And if I can help you right now with a purchase or refinance question, you call me at 719-330-1457. And if you have interest in investment property ownership, you call me as well. That number 719-330-1457. And we'll get you into my next investment property class the last day of January, Tuesday, the 31st. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. To be paradise, put up a fucking line. And now they pay paradise to put up a fucking line. People, get ready. It's time to show what you got. Players, take your places. There's only one way to the top. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? Thanks for sticking with me. We are one week away from Christmas Eve, and this is the last show of the year that's really focused on real estate. And Bill McAfee and myself, your host, Jay Garvins, are going through the statistics real estate-wise in El Paso County. Uh, a couple things I'm going to state real fast is that we are still in a seller's market. Bill told us that unequivocally. We still have an appreciating market. We have year-to-date. Bill will go into the details, a 10% depreciation year-to-date from last year. We still have a median home price that is above 450000 and we have a average price as well that's above 500000 So we're trending to a more balanced market, but we're not quite there yet, are we, Bill? We're not, Jay, and a couple of other factors. And back in December of this year, you could borrow money at three, and a couple of days ago I checked you could borrow it at six. If you were to buy that $500,000 house on a conventional loan, 20% down, 
the difference in your payments from now versus what they would have been back in December is almost $700 a month. More. More. And so it literally your payment went from uh, $1,708 back in December to $2,398. It's almost 700 bucks more. And that's happened at a time when actual wages are going down because of inflation. That's happening at a time where you are seeing people get laid off. You know, I, I read the other day, Amazon's laid off over 100,000 people this year. So so you, you, you are going to see that. And, and the consumer sentiment just is not there. We talked about it before the break. You know, there there is a day of reckoning coming for people, you know, because the businesses already have been dealing with this, but individual households are going to deal with it. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about 23, but I think one of the big factors in 23 is that reckoning that's going to have to happen across the United States through 23 to settle the score, to settle things up. And I'm hoping, I don't have much faith, but I'm hoping that they'll stop pumping money into the damn economy, which has caused us just the inflation that it's pushed through has just been insane. Uh, and that needs to stop. Yeah. And you and I have said that the day of reckoning is that people have to go back and work their jobs. People that have jobs have to go get a second or third job. Like I told you, we had a one income family with my wife and I, with her being the CEO of the house. We have multiple businesses with investment property, but soon to be empty nesters. Thank God she has the interest. Anyhow, she's been back to the workforce and that's helped our budget a lot because we've trimmed it. But with an actual recession, with unemployment still historically low, under 4% in El Paso County and people needing to go to work, I wonder if it's going to be unemployment where people are just holding on the sideline or unemployment just because companies are just saying these positions are no longer available. There, we're definitely seeing signs right now that companies aren't posting the positions that they were. No doubt about that. So there's unemployment and employment. Employment, which is the amount of jobs available for sale, is going down. There's no doubt about that. Unemployment, which were still historic numbers, incredibly low. But as these companies continue to lay off and as jobs that are available continue to stop, and as the programs start to come to an end, the COVID relief programs and stuff like that, it is going to force people back into a position where they have to work. What's going to be hard in our market right now is the prices are still of homes, still over 500 for both median. You know, and yeah. it's still there. And when you take what the wages are, which is roughly 72,000 household income, with our, with our current interest rates, the locals can't buy, people coming in can, but you're going to see the market slow because of consumer confidence. Because of those short-term interest rates that you talked about in the last segment, credit card uh, interest rates are going to go up. So payments on credit cards are going to go up. Home equity lines are going to go up. It's so Car loans are now absolutely. 8%. Yep. And There's that, no more of these 3 4% loans, yep. and individuals that are focusing on their budget are not only getting it, like you said, from inflation, but also from the housing costs. I mean, if you make $72,000 a year, six grand a month, that $2,500 payment on the low-end home is almost 50% of your take-home income. Absolutely. And that's, and that's where I'm saying it will still continue to correct. It will have to, based on what's happened in the national economy. Average sales price, uh, you know, that, that's dropped. We almost, we almost hit 562000 on average sales price. You know, that was the high that we hit. That was the high on and average. I, and what I see last month for on our average sales price for November. 524. I mean, I mean, if you look at that, I mean, that's almost, it's 140000 I mean, we were 562 and we're 525. Uh-huh. So you're talking $40,000 down from where we were at the high, which was only eight, nine months ago. And you know what's crazy is, folks, you look 12 months back, that 525 is still an increase because it jettisoned up so dramatically during 2022. When when you and I were looking at 20, 
5% plus appreciation. We said, you know, it might be fun for a seller or an owner to see that number, but that's a scary number for the market. You cannot have 20% annual increases. That will shut a market down, and that's exactly what it's doing, just closing that door a little bit. But you know who is screaming off of the hook, who's filling my classes and is more excited than ever, Bill? I've got more than 14 couples, investment property buyers. Well, opportunities are going to come available. Yeah. Marry your house, but date your rate. They're like, I'm going to get in. Soon as the rates get down, I'll pay the money, lower that payment. And rent is as hot as ever. I mean, even people that used to flip houses last year are calling me and saying, hey, Jay, remind me how I can turn this into a long-term rental. Right. right. (laughs) Jay, a rear view mirror look, (laughs) what's amazing to me. And just to give Radio Land an idea, 12 months ago when we were selling properties, we might start the month with 500 listings. We would have uh, 500 listings come on, maybe even 700 listings. We would sell all 700 of those plus another 200 of what was standing. And so we would start the next month with only 200 listings. My numbers aren't exact. The real number would be start with 1,000, have 700 come on. You would sell that whole 700 plus another 300. So the next month we would start with 700. And so it, I know this sounds crazy, but we were selling with three, 300% of what we had. Every month. That is just absolutely flipped. And last month we were 38.52%. And believe it or not, that's not even quite what normal has been over the last 20 years. That should actually go down a little bit more from that. But, but So an average for... The radio listener here, Mm -hmm. if you have 100 homes on the market, it's healthy if you were to sell 250 of those 1,000 homes and roll the rest of the inventory out, plus any new houses coming onto the market. Yes, you would absolutely sell in a normal market. You know, in this case, we were at 38 last month. If you're up around... The 40 to 50 percent so, of yeah, the inventory absolutely. selling. Your so, palatable. if we have a thousand and we sell 600 or 400 of those, I mean, so that would be a normal market. We had a thousand, we were selling 2,500 because yeah. we sold everything that come on. So, that's where the rear view just tells us that, that that market is absolutely cool, no doubt about it. Jay, on price comparisons, here's something I want to see, and I hate doing month to month. Well, let's do that though, because I like looking right now. Let's take a minute or two and look at 2022 compared to 2021. So, as Bill's looking at actual sales prices month to month. Right now, as we speak, we have over 2,400 homes that you can choose from if you look at the market. This exact same month last year, we had 850. That was a third. But here is the point. Now, with that increased inventory, this last month, only 936 homes were sold. That's down 36%, where almost 1,500 were sold 1466 this time last year so we have three times the inventory but almost half the sales so that's where he says bill does it's still a seller's market but man is it trending aggressively to an even market with buyers to sellers and month over month we're still seeing an increase well that's what i'm pointing out so go to november of 21 to november of 22 uh-huh. where we've been 12 13 14 percent uh-huh. if you look at october it was 4.2 percent i'm talking on median it was 0.67 percent in november in just barely over where it was the year before but it's still all 11 months a positive gain the yes. first quarter was still out of control at 14 15 percent then we had 10 percent in the second quarter then four to six percent and now this fourth quarter is we're flat it we're nine and a half on on median 10 on average both of those will be under 10 nine that could we could go down to 9.2 nine nine on median and you're probably looking at nine and a half on average for year over year 
And you and I both said, I was at the 10% as, no, we won't go below 10%. You're like, we won't go below 8%. So about 9%. But if you think about it, even in this year, the first half of the year was so incredibly strong that it's carried the second half, and we're still going to be up 9%, closer to double digits than we are to zero. And you know what, Jay? I wouldn't even say it was half. I think, like, our biggest month, which never happened, we had more deals in March. That was our biggest month. And I mean, yeah. and I'm looking at if that's you, usually a dead I think month. That, yeah, absolutely. January, February, and March for title companies suck, and yeah. that's you. Those are usually the ones. But in the first quarter of this year was where it happened. So I would almost say if we didn't have that first quarter like we did, uh-huh. it, this would have turned out totally different. I mean, it's carried that first. You know, that first quarter has carried the rest of the. Yeah, yeah. Will you wait for the first quarter of 2023? <laughs> that is going to be like out on the desert highlands. <laughs> 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 well, an interesting thing that's finally starting to happen, Deal, is the number of conventional for the last two months. We've been under 50%, which has been a long time. Under since 50%. Co- under what? 50%. Of but, all homes sold, we got less than 50% conventional. are conventional loans. And What's Jake, the other piece of the pie? Well, the VA is coming back up, but the one that's coming up a lot compared to what we were even through last year, cash is 16. What that's telling me, the investors are actually starting to come in. So they're starting to look and say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take a look. People are, there's still a lot of people are taking that cash and buying homes with it. This was low earlier in the year. I mean, we were down around on that at 8, 10%. Of purchase of, in cash. Yes. And now it's doubled. Yeah, 16. Yeah, so absolutely. So I think we're going to continue to see that as prices moderate. People are going to come back in. Even primary home buyers will, definitely investors will look. Um, and then just to, to cap this off, we're going to be under 10%. For both average and median, we're already under that for median. So what you're saying is that as the dust settles on this year, we're going to be somewhere between 9 and 10% for overall appreciation for the calendar year of 2022. Yep. Comparing 22 to 21 to 22. So if you've owned yep. a home for 10 years, 2021 was really great, over 20% appreciation, you're still going to have near 9 to 10%. Which is why you say it's still a seller's market. Absolutely. And the only ones that are in Jay in this market now that are even really facing much is those people that bought in the first part of this year. Yeah, they're hurting. They're the ones that got upside down. The you know, home flippers. If, absolutely. If you bought this thing five years ago, you're great. You're absolutely great. We closed the deal earlier this year. They hadn't made a payment in two years, and they walked away from the closing with 60 bucks in their pocket. <laughs> and they got to live there for free. Absolutely. For two years. For um, two years. So that's your Christmas present. <laughs> Don't go anywhere, because Bill and I are going to dedicate the entire final power segment comparing these final numbers of 2022 and forecasting into the first quarter and beyond for you in 2023. Don't go anywhere. Call me during the break at 719 if I can help you get into one of my investment property classes in January for those that want more investment property knowledge, or if you just have a question about a purchase or a refinance transaction, 719-330-1457, back after these important messages. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's. We want to pump you up. 
Well, thanks for sticking with me. You are listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Two more shows after this for the year, but I am finishing the statistics, the economic update with Bill McAfee here, and we're talking about the final statistics of values and inventory and everything real estate related, and then we're going to give you a great forecast, a prediction, our point of view of where 2023 is going to trend, and before we broke to commercial, you were talking about the uh, average and median price and then on to residents sold this year is up or down bill residents sold is down about 14 percent. so from 2021 which is an all-time record year right, absolutely we're down a good 14 percent, and we still have a solid closing of the year it'll drop down a little bit once we have final numbers for december it'll drop off that a little bit but you know it's still going to be probably 13 and a half down what's amazing with that jay when we look at that number what's available for sale is up 123 percent. Yeah. so what we've sold is down you know the 14 or 13 but but that amazing number that you see is the increase and i it's a twofold deal here not just an increase in listings but an increasing in the purchasing of the real estate that's there we're not consuming it near as fast as we were yeah so people you, consumer sentiment you said yep, it at the beginning of the absolutely. show people even the smart cash heavy investors have a hesitation in their strut yeah, I'm looking at some investments right now, Jay, that uh, even possibly outside the United States. And uh, one of the interesting things in this is, you know, you really got like probably a couple of years ago, I'd probably pull the trigger because it's like, hey, you know, if I can get this and break even and, you know, I'll be okay with that. But I'm looking at it right now, say, if I can't buy this immediately and be able to turn this without having to hold, I'm the one that's always said, if you can't cash flow stuff. Don't bank on the appreciation. Don't you know, do you, it. You just don't do it. And that's where, you know, it's it's interesting because in some places that's tough to do. It's getting closer here. Colorado's going to get better. When we give our predictions for 23, we'll really talk about that. But an amazing number to think of is we have 123% more available for sale and we've sold 14% less. Again, that's that consumer sentiment, that increase in interest rates, and that's really affecting it. Average days on market, Jay, we actually got down to six. <laughs> that Can was, you believe that? And no, now where wild. are we at? 34. That is five times what yep. we are at. And now a 34 is still a short range. I mean, the median is to get that thing on the market for 60 or 90 days at least. Jay, if you go back to 15, which 15 was still a hell of a year. And 2015 was fantastic. But what was the days on market? February back? of 15, we were 110. 110. And that's when we were still turning was, towards, yeah. hey, this thing may go to a seller's market. I, I kept saying, even back then, I, I'm shocked that it last, it lasted another seven years. I mean, it just it continued to. So when you look at that interest rates, actually, I, they, they bounce back down a little bit. According to what the 10 year is doing, I wouldn't be surprised to see those ease up a little bit more. Uh -huh. um, you know, well, so, no, I'm going to tell you, as of Friday, yesterday, even after Jay Powell's half a percent benchmark Fed interest rate, the 10-year went from 3.6% down to 3.3%, and at a high, it hit 4.3%. No, but that's what I mean. I'm seeing that the 10-year's doing well. It's it's decreasing. Yeah. And so I think the 30-year the mortgages will likely follow that. I totally so, agree. Yeah, We're so, going to go yeah. back down from we had touched seven. Yeah, now I'm we're seeing back stuff to the a little sixes. over even. Mm -hmm. and then, yeah, well, we are. Right yeah. now, we're in the low sixes. It's yeah. went off three quarters of a point from our high last month. I was pricing, you know, just a little, just checking around a little yesterday to see. And so, and I, I anticipate those to continue to probably roll back down. I think the market, too, once the Feds slow down their aggressiveness, you know, and pressing the discount rate, I think you'll see a little bit of optimism come back in. But we still talked about it. People got to, they're going to have to pay the piper here for a bit. They are. And I think with the unemployment numbers, which is the key statistic to watch they're artificially inflated right now because with the holiday hires 
It's going to be, you want to go ahead and get the wood out of the backyard and, and warm things up because it's going to be a cold, long first quarter. You know, Jay, another thing that I'm, that I'm looking at is a number that my inventory levels, and that's that function of demand and supply. Yeah. We're up on about 170%, but we're still at a historic low number. So we're about 1.84 months is what it would take of us. Of inventory to yeah, go through would, everything. It would take us 1.84 to sell off everything. We got down to 0.31. Like that's um, nothing. But what I want to finish with is our forecast because okay. I'll start off with this. Okay. I think the first quarter of 2023, no pun intended here, at least in Colorado, is going to be the coldest winter, the coldest first quarter that we've had since like 2012 to 2014 in there when they did away with that $10,000 buying incentive and things got really cold in 2014. Uh, what are some of your predictions and forecasts? But I think this is going to be the best quarter literally since 2014 for buyers and opportunity because this will not last forever with high interest rates and low consumer sentiment. Right. My whole deal on 23. I believe it's going to take that full year to turn this around. And so when I'm looking at it right now, like my prediction for the whole year, when we're comparing 22 to 23, I think the average and median price is going to continue to fall. You know, we're going to end up somewhere right now between nine, nine and a half percent for both average and median. I think that could drop by two points. Uh, uh-huh. Through if we're in comparing next year, I think that could be six to seven next year, and I'm basing that on what I'm seeing the slowdown in the buyers out there. Do you um, see the median home values going below, barely or significantly below four fifty? Well, we're we're down there right now. What we're at we're at four fifty. Yeah, I thought it was four thirty eight. We're at four fifty. See here, you and I were at four fifty three. Okay. Uh, four, okay, sorry. Yeah, so at four fifty three, I, I think we will end up below four fifty, and I think somewhere between four hundred and four forty. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Just I, I see a continued softening, and my, and my rationale is several things. Uh, consumer sentiment's going to be there. Interest rates, I believe, are going to come down, but I do not believe we're going to see them where we saw them. It's all like VA loans at 2.1, 2.5. I think that those days are gone, you know. So so I think consumer sentiment is going to take a while to correct. I think interest rates going to come down, but I don't think they're going to come down to work, not close to where they were. You yeah, know, I, I think, think we're going to see the low sixes to high fives, but we won't see four again for yeah. 2024, so 2025. You throw consumer sentiment being down, rates aren't coming down that much. The job market is probably going to continue to soften here for a bit as companies continue to shed. So you see unemployment rid. going up. I see unemployment starting to go up. I don't see inflation like just turning around overnight unless they start drilling again. This energy deal is not turning anytime soon. It is not um, turning. So in your final so, statement, what's your biggest statement for 2023? Uh, my biggest statement is for buyers, there is going to be some opportunity. Start looking. If you don't have your money together, call Jay. Get, get some lines together. Uh-huh. The one thing that I've always seen in markets like this is cash is unbelievable. And even if you if you don't have that cash, but you have properties that are free and clear, you know, talk to Jake. Find ways to, to take the money out to invest. Perfect. And I say the same along with Bill. This is going to be the best quarter, the first quarter of 2023 as investors to get houses that you haven't got at this price in the last year and a half to two years. And as I state at the end of every show, go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because that's all that matters in the end. Not the stats, not the price of houses, but the place you live and the memories you build. Merry Christmas. I will talk to you next week at this time on Christmas Eve. You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show. What's that you say? Oh, man, no way. Everything will be all right.
The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. Get down on it, and everything will be all right.